We Didn't Start the Fire, Season 1, Episode 1. We are in May 2020, and... And I am Tyler, I am the GM, and to my left we have X playing Y. Peter asks Pip Squeak Smallpaws, the Jerbean Cleric. RD, and I'm playing Luna, the Looney Luma. And I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm a mage. And I'm Devin, I'm playing Tintooth, the Possum, who's a Druid. And Mark's not here. But he'll be there some of the time. Yeah, I'm sure he'll show. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we start off in the world of Humblewood, which is an idyllic landscape where we have anthropomorphic animals, chiefly birds, but also some other ones as well, uh, living together in more or less harmony um, and peace and prosperity for several years now. Um, only they are recently threatened by the great scar of fire in their land, which has existed for centuries, but mostly laying dormant, suddenly becoming explosive um, and aggressive and sending out fire beasts um, and various monstrosities to terrorize the landscape. This has led to great displacement um, and hardship amongst the humble folk who live in the forest floor, uh, causing them to resort to banditry uh, and outlawism to survive. Um, we start off our adventure with everyone outside the great city of Alderheart, which is a sprawling metropolis. Um, it is a vast root system, uh, many, many miles wide. Um, it goes up to the high, high heavens. Uh, it's the home um, and the hearth of the bird folk in Humblewood and the seat of the council. Um, and yeah, uh, you guys start off outside at the foot of the great lift system that carries people up uh, and into the canopy. This you guys want time. to... What's that? This was an ideal time to describe our characters. This would be an ideal time to describe your characters. Okay then. Well, Pipsqueak is a small gerbean, so he's a mouse-like. He's two foot tall, like white fur, wears some monk robes, has an alms box to him, and a you know, walking stick with him. And that's pretty much him. Uh, Luna is, uh, imagine a dove, but if it like glowed a little, like had like some sheen of a bit of a gold to her. Uh, she's about... Three feet ish tall. She's quite small. She's a just dove, um, and she is carrying a magic wand and a uh, a book. Um, that's that's all she is essentially. Um, that she keeps in a backpack on her back, and that's the only thing in that backpack is that book. Tintooth is probably young adult aged. He's long, not tall, like possums are. And his white fur is usually matted down with like honey and sticky substances that somehow sweet. He's wearing a uh, patchwork hood slash hoodie that has pockets in it and little bandage bands and carrying spaces. And he has a long, gnarled oaken staff. Oh, his teeth are fine. He's just missing a bunch of them like possums do. With those big saw teeth mouth. Okay. So as you guys are at the base uh, of the great... Let me turn this down a little. Uh, of the great city of Alderheart, um, you are bustled and jostled 
by a stream of refugees and outcasts who are all flocking towards the city for refuge. Uh, humble folk uh, and bird folk from all over um, who are coming to Alderheart, uh, seeking a better life because their homes and their communities have been destroyed either by the Great Fire or by banditry. Uh, the Perch Guard, which is the Royal Guard of Alderheart, made of birds in uh, leather armor, armed with halberds, are all guarding the entrances and examining the documentation of anyone who approaches and turning away most of the people who come towards them. Okay. So you have to get past them. Yeah, or get into the city. I mean, like, where do you like you you live in Alderheart, don't you? Yep. Yeah. So I mean, you're you're probably pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's going on? What's the conflict here? What's the problem? Uh, the main thing is that they're just turning away refugees because there's just not enough space mm. in the city anymore to take in all of the people who are mm. coming from all over the countryside. But we're not refugees. We are helping. No, this isn't necessarily like a big problem for you guys. It's just something that's happening. Okay. Okay. Yeah, knowledge is happening. This <laughs> 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 is an actionable item of like, oh, but let more people in. Necessarily. <laughs> so, just kind of set in the scene. Okay. So, what are you guys? What are you up to? <sighs> I mean, I think our goal was to talk with the council about this problem, I suppose. That's what we wanted to do. Yeah, so you guys are somewhat known adventurers. Okay. To a degree, or at least you're known for having certain skill sets. Like, you're yeah. you're an outspoken advocate of the poor yeah. in Underroot, um, and known as a charitable Jervine. Yeah. Um, and you're an exceptionally skilled sorcerer, and you're someone who gets things done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a problem solver. Yeah. I'm name drop everyone. I thought you were just going to say, I'm a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a problem, but also a solution. It's my gift, and also my curse. So there's, there's been a call that's been put out. Um, the council has acknowledged that there is... Uh, a calamity happening within the countryside that is beyond the scope of just sort of the limited ability of the perch guard, which is normally restricted entirely to Alderheart, uh, to address. So they're looking for able-bodied individuals to solve some of the problems that have been happening uh, around the area. And you guys are responding to that call. There we go. Okay, so I guess with the summon slash whatever call to action in hand, can start going to the council. Okay, all right. You head up towards the one of the great lifts. Um, do you wait in line, or do you kind of push your way to the front? Or? Um, I think what we have to do is very important. I think we push it. Yes. That's the accent I'm going to have to do, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's her accent. <laughs> 
Okay, so Luna takes the lead. And yeah, you've taken the lead now. We don't have to. Okay, uh, so you start pushing your way to the front. It's just me, um, important people. Must we have things to do? Very important. We are helping. Please leave. Okay, <laughs> you notice that uh, most of the bird folk get out of your way, uh, but the humble folk are a little more reticent to move for you, uh, and some of them actually deliberately jostle in the other direction and try and stand directly in front of you. I'm blind to this. <laughs> more than likely not noticing this. I'm a bird <laughs> I got the gift of flying. Uh, I, I, I really don't notice this. Don't like okay. me. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> I am walking like the loped, unsteady person my character is. Okay, so you're just trailing. I got kind of like a Johnny Depp sea legs thing going on, which is why he walked like a jackass in those movies. On land, he walks like a total asshole. On a ship, he's fine. He's normal because he has sea legs. Yeah. When someone told me that, I lost my mind. <laughs> it still haven't found it. <laughs> How big is your character, Devin? Tall, long. He's long. He's long. Long. How many feet long? I don't use those systems to measure characters because it's pointless. Uh-huh. He is average height, but long. So whatever the average is, that's him, but he's, it's taken up in length, not tallness. Okay. These two are very small, so they're managing to more or less slip through the crowd, mm-hmm. uh, despite people blocking themselves. I'm also <laughs> slippery in some areas. <laughs> it also sticky. I thought you were sticky <laughs> sorry, in some areas. Sticky. sticky and slippery are opposites. Some parts have are sticky. Have you ever have you ever picked up wet candy and then slipped on clean detergent on the floor? Slippery and sticky. Those are two different things. I can't. I haven't specifically done that. Okay. Uh, you have to push your way through a little more. Yeah. Because you're big. But, uh, I'll crawl over people, and I mean crawl. I mean I will put my foot on them and crawl over top of them like they're in the way. Okay. Uh, you bad. guys make your Sorry. way to uh, one of the lifts where there are two perch guards standing with crossed halberds uh, in front of the gate, uh, and another perch guard who is a string. Uh, I don't. Know. Like a raptor. Yeah. Well, oh. An owl. An owl. Strick. Very strick. Strick. A strick is an owl person. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to be asking this question a lot. I didn't. I went to. That's, that's fine. It'll it'll take us a bit. I, there's a reason I have to have it in front of me <laughs> to reference. Do we also <laughs> want to have lights in front of us? Uh, Bam. That's very uh, Oh yeah. Oh. So God. So right at it. Uh, anyways, he turns to you guys and just sort of says in a very bored turn. Uh, papers, please. I'll start taking out my rolling papers for him and start rolling. <laughs> oh, yeah! No problem. We, which paper are you wanting? I have many, and I will look into my book. <laughs> I don't want to give you the paper, but I have many papers. Yeah, and this book pretty... is about, like, a foot He looks <laughs> thoroughly unimpressed, but too bored to really care. We have a very important meeting. We are here to help. We have the sound for the council, and we're clearly adventurers. <laughs> and he my paper. Uh, he takes a look at your summons, kind of reads it over a bit, rubs it to make sure the ink doesn't run too much. And it says, all right, yeah, checks out. You don't want to see my papers? I'm holding my book. <laughs> Just on a random page. You don't need to see? Maybe some other time. 
I couldn't tell you a lot about this book. Maybe another time. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'll attempt to pat him on the arm or the shoulder, and as I'm walking, I have a long tail trait and prehensile, so it snakes all around his shoulder to leave some rolling papers in his ear, and I'll keep on walking. <laughs> and I'm just saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, there's a sticky handprint where I cut can you pull your hand away like sticks something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a whole character who's like that in uh, Lancer's name's Art Deco. He sweats pulp. So mm. every part of him is sticky. That's great. He's a clone. He's not a very good one. Uh, he steps aside and lets you guys onto the lift. Um, it's a huge ornate affair um, made out of wood. Um, it's like uh, a veranda that elevates itself mm. up slowly through the trees. Um, where as you stand there and are lifted up into, because like Alderheart, the tree itself um, is massive. Like it stands. Miles tall. Like, like more, more than that. It, it fits in like a megalopolis of a city. Um, whereas all the other trees in the forest around it are like, they're, they're big. They're like indoor trees. Um, but they're not that big. So after a little bit, you rise above the canopy. Um, and you get a breathtaking view um, of the entire forest, uh, including off in the distance, the burning scar where you can see like the flames and smoke rising and drifting over the forest. Um, but uh, eventually it comes up um, and you get off at the mid-level of Alderheart, uh, which opens up into a big sprawling bazaar that is jam-packed with bird and humble folk of all uh, sizes and shapes and colors, milling about, shopping, bartering, haggling, jostling each other. Um, it's a huge, busy jamboree of people. And you have to navigate through this uh, to get closer to the center, where there will be another um, set of stairs that will take you up to the council chambers. Okay, let's go. Do we be like just straight to council? I think just go now? Right now? I, I don't know. I mean, do you have any other business here? I could make some. I was wondering. But it might not be good. Not a very good idea. What they were cooking when we were going up the elevator. Remember? So we go back down and find out? Oh, no, no, idea. like, I'm going to the horizon where the smoke's coming from. Have we met those people yet? <laughs> I don't know, I haven't been there. Oh, you think it's a cooking fire? Well, they have a lot Is of campfires, right? Is that what he's saying? Cooking? I don't think that's the fun, uh, Do you want to inform him? Oh my, I'm pretty sure. Do I? I'm pretty sure. Um, let me check my book. Should I read the voice of you here? I mean, it's your mark. <laughs> Look, you know about this stuff. You have this big book, right? Yeah. This oh, there's a fire, book. but I thought I thought it wasn't from cooking. I really didn't think it. Is it from cooking? It's definitely not cooking. Oh, that would be a lot of cooking, I think. It's quite large. Um, That's what I'm saying. There's probably like Well, they're trying to cook every there. animal in the forest, maybe. Maybe. Oh, maybe they are. I, I think that would be... They good. could be good hunters. Oh, 
Oh, that's a very efficient way, but I don't think it's very nice. Maybe As you guys are standing, discussing whether or not the great scar, the existential threat to all life in Humblewood that everyone knows about and everyone is aware of, <laughs> is a cooking fire or not. <laughs> um, no, no, it's no, a no. Hoax. Our... My character knows about the great fire, but I was told that was a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very confused now because I actually didn't think it was this thing and now he's telling me it's that uh, You are bowled aside uh, by a mapach, another one, uh, a raccoon one, uh, who comes barreling through you guys. Um, and a gallus uh, steps out of their shop. Gallus is a uh, like a rooster person. Um, and they point after them and go, Stop! Thief! Thief! Catch Wait, them! The raccoon person's a thief? Yes. Just makes sense. <laughs> Racial profiling. <laughs> Interesting. Well, quick, what eats a raccoon? Not me. Well, I wasn't going to turn into you. Um, a raptor. Coyotes. coyotes. What's a coyote? You don't know the coyote? What, oh, coyote person. Um, is it like a dog? Like a fox? Like a fox? Well, all right. I will turn into a fox. Okay. I'll chase after the raccoon. And you too. I still go smacked. <laughs> I don't think... I think that thievery can be a little bit subjective. <laughs> and I'm going to go up to the gallows guy. Are you sure he thief or he may be like Boro? Are you sure? <laughs> you see what you think you okay. see? So only Devin is going to chase him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we will do... That's not going to hurt Peter any coins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they probably have a reason for stealing. Oh, yeah. I want to cut. Oh, that's right. You're all about the uh, the underclass. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's subjective. Uh, so we will launch into our first conflict. Uh, a relatively easy one. Which is a chasing. Huzzah. And let me change to some chase music. You know what I would count that shape-shifting trait as? An extra die for contests when the form you choose comes into play. Uh, yeah, it counts as gear. Oh shit, yeah. So like, if Just you're like trying, fellowship. if you're trying to like swim or something, and you turn into an otter, then your shapeshift changes into gear for that thing. He took my dice. Oh, I don't need this contest, Peter. I get your dice. I just want to snap these open and close. Alright, how does this work, Tyler? So first, we establish disposition. And for a chase... Can we pause while we figure this out? Oh, shit. Yeah, let me uh, pause for that. Now, and we're back. Okay, so we have established our starting dispositions. The thief who is running away has five. Tin-tin? Tin-tooth. Tin-tooth? Tin-tooth has seven. Tin-tin. I have recorded my actions, and Devin has recorded his. So now we reveal. My first action is to faint. Mine is attack. Great. What does that mean? (laughs) Do I win? No, it means you are destroyed. You do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, remember when we tried to patch this system because attack was too powerful? No. Like well, a little... Did you pick attack, attack, attack? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's we all I did. Figured. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's all I would do. What? Defend's not going to make me any progress, is it? Uh, defend to start off with? No. No. Yeah. Fuck, you gotta be crazy. Okay. Uh, so, so don't I, I don't know what attack means against faint. It means he rolls and he does something and you don't. He reduces your disposition by two. So as you go to chase after him, um, he leaps over a series of barrels um, and then barrels through uh, a merchant who is dragging a cart of alchemy goods uh, down towards his apothecary shop. Um, And he knocks him completely over and the merchant loses control of his horses and the horses break free um, and the cart barrels over and rolls on top of the merchant and all of the alchemical goods collide into each other and start sparking and giving off smoke and they're all about to explode and the crowd like clears away um, staring at this merchant who is now trapped beneath this cart that is about to blow up. <laughs> uh, is anyone on site? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this is like There right are here. so many people. Yeah, these guys aren't doing anything. They're not doing jack. <laughs> Every time. Um, I will break off pursuit <laughs> to save this man like this 2015 Superman never did. Okay. Um, so if we had continued, we would have kept like doing action versus action until disposition was reduced to zero but uh you were giving up yes and he runs away um and you are now confronted with this i mean we could save the person per- oh continue. you could have Pete, but we've already <laughs> ended the thing no no we, we, we can do that it's not it's not yeah. too late if we you could... guys want to jump into action to uh save the merchant while you continue the chase yeah. that would be fine awesome Okay. So should we let you guys resolve and then at the end of the... Yeah, we'll, we'll do a round of this yeah. and then we'll go to you guys. Yeah. Okay. All right, our second so that was, that was his feint and it was a successful feint. Um, his was to maneuver. Uh, maneuver versus attack is a versus. So we both roll. Okay. And we reduce each other's disposition accordingly. So what skill am I using to attack? Chase is scout. Apparently. Um, Yes, but I'm going to let you use something else that would be applicable. What chasing skill do because you have? Because we're gonna like we're we're tweaking the skills of yeah. for this game. So if you have a skill that you can, you can throw out for Pathfinder, I have Hunter. Since you are currently a fox, which is an animal, and you're hunting something down, I would give you Hunter. Awesome. Not animal husbandry, though? Not animal husbandry. <laughs> you know what I'm to call them? Is that a goddamn hiccup thing? Uh. Alright, so I just roll my dice. That's it. I don't get anything yeah. else. Do you get your bows for your fox form? Woo! Eh. A six and two ones. Okay. So Did his disposition is reduced by one. Am I supposed to be keeping track of this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. in this conflict. I'm not You're present. You're at five, and he is at four. I got it? Yeah, no. because yes. it's well, versus. But his okay. maneuver was also successful. He got three successes, Ooh. Uh, which means that he can disarm you, where he removes one of your opponent's gear or weapons or disables a trait for the remainder of the conflict. So as he runs um, and he sees you loping after him in fox form. Yeah, I'm not a very um, convincing fox. I keep going, fox, 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 fox. 
Because I don't, I don't know what sound like. He reaches, no he reaches into his vest. That's racist. Uh, and pulls out uh, this like bubbling green flask, and then uncorks it with his teeth, and then tosses it back at you. Oh, I definitely catch and drink it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a well, sure. If you chase, drink chase, it, that chase. works as well. It's an instinct. It, it's you it's start, an instinct. You start morphing back into your regular form uncontrollably. Okay. Okay. Uh, and for the last one, he also chose attack. Attack. So it is attack versus attack. Oh boy. And you don't get your gear bonus. So chase that because it's. Uh, I got a five and a two. So that's one. Okay. So you are down to three, and so is he. Anyone's game. Oh boy. Well, that was a that was a full round, right? Yep, that was a full round. So now we get so we will toss. Over to these guys. Ooh, could you please pass this to Peter? <laughs> Thank you. I know this song. This is from uh, Two Steps from Hell. No, Starship Troopers. Oh shit, no, you're right. <laughs> Clouds of Rope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you guys run towards the merchant who is pinned beneath the cart. Um, it's smoking, it's bubbling, it's about to explode. The entire crowd is just backing away. Mothers are covering the eyes of their children uh, as this man is about to die right before them. Uh, no one wants to intervene. Uh, it's just too dangerous. Okay, so I have laborers, so I'd like to like lift it as little Jermaine as I am. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you did some kind of labor back, you know, and I think... Okay. Oh, you, you I'd like to use a little magic. I don't know which one would be good here. Oh. Well, so lifting the card is going to be an OB4 check. So you need to get four successes in order to... In order to lift the card off of it. Okay. That so won't happen, probably. The best thing for you guys to do would be for you to use your magic to help him, like as to opposed to taking independent actions. I think that my magic can help. Sometimes it do that. Okay. How would you use some magic to help this? Or maybe you should be the one taking initiative and I'd be helping you with laborer. Um, I don't know. I think you probably look very strong. You know the card is 300 times your size, but you look quite strong. I could use that to make it lighter, maybe. Uh, do I know how to do that? Uh... Sure. You could use maybe Featherfall on yeah, the cart, or really you light. could use Transmute, Lion Strength, on him. Oh, that's a good idea. You want to be like a lion. Well, yes, we well, should not do discussing. This man shall die. Um, I think if I make him very strong, you get to lift cover to make him very strong. Yes. I mean, we're not, it's in the middle of the action, so. What's you? I, I so just say what you do, and you I'm do go, it. I'm going to help him and make him very strong. Okay. Um, basic check. transmutation would be OB two check. So you would roll your sorcery dice, which is five, and you need to get two successes. And if you do, you can give him an extra die to use on his action. Successes are four or greater. Okay. I did. I have five. Four Four plus, right? Four Four plus. Yes. It counts, so I get an extra die. Um, Now you do have persona and fake points. Okay. What do those do? How much do I have of those? You have one persona and two fate. Uh-huh. Fate points will allow you to re-roll sixes. Uh-huh. And persona points will allow you to add your nature. 
Nature. Okay. I do have a lot of nature, so I guess I'd have to tap into that to, to help the guy. Sure. Uh, personal for nature? Yeah. Okay, so I'll tap into my nature of being a communal thing to help everybody else and add six dice to my pool. Now, since this is acting against your nature, because it's not normally part of a Jerbean's nature to lift heavy things, if you fail, you will reduce your nature temporarily by the amount of the margin of failure. Okay. If you succeed, you're fine. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. I guess I'll also uh, tap my trade against myself being short to get a check. And I lose the die for it, right? Yes. Aha. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Huzzah. Okay. So you run forth from the crowd. You manage to sort of like... Everyone's towering above you because you're so yeah. small. Um, but you weave through them and run up to this card as she reaches out with her wand and casts a spell upon you. And you manage to grab it and just lift the whole thing up off the ground. I shouldn't be able to put my hand! <laughs> it's uh, very strong! And yeah, and the whole crowd just sort of like gasps with shock and amazement as the merchant crawls forth. Um, and I'm going to roll a die to see if the card explodes. Okay. It does not. Huzzah! <laughs> okay. Back to the chase. Oh boy! I will pick my action. Also, uh, since we did a roll, then we should be marking our passes and failures on our yes, character sheet. So, next to your sorcery, mark one under P, because that's used for leveling it up. Okay. Devon. Oh boy, I can't wait to roll some dice. What dice, Devon? You don't have any dice. Thank you, I have Peter. dice. That was so oh, spontaneous of you. I know. I was generous. Okay. Should we pause or what? Nope, I'm good. Alright. Uh, so I mark these skills for rolling skills in this combat? You can mark them once per conflict. For pass? For whatever you choose. If nope. you if you both I'm fail and both. pass, you can choose which one you want to mark it as. Alright. Hunter. I guess I failed, so I got both. Does that mean they level? Well, you can only mark each skill once. <gasps> but if you I were gotcha. to use Scout and Hunter, you could mark each of them once. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, Alright, so I stopped and drank the potion. He's still running. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to cast magic on because I'm magic. I'm going to cast that classic druid spell, Sticks to Fire. Okay, what? well, you have to pick your actions, and oh, then right. it would be within the context of yeah. those actions. Yes. Okay, I got okay. it. I got so, it. attack, attack, attack. You got your actions? <laughs> I've got mine. I'm, got mine. I'm locked in. I picked attack, attack, attack. <laughs> okay. His first one is defend. So that is a versus, and we whoever rolls more. Ours. Whoever yeah. rolls more gets it. Perfect. Uh, and two dice. I got one, and I get an automatic success for my druid staff. Okay, so two. So you beat him by one, so his disposition goes down by one. Mark sorcery. You mark it at the end of the conflict, one of the things you used. Gotcha. 
for his next action, he picked faint. What does that mean? It means if you picked attack, you do dick. Okay. Dick is this. And your disposition goes down by two. Drop you to one. Oh boy. What did he pick for his last one? Attack. I picked attack. Woohoo! Individual. Two successes. Two successes. But do you get plus one from your staff? No, I Okay. So uh, then it is a wash. Or no, no, they both go down. Yeah. So you both hit zero. Yep. Which means neither of us has leverage, but we both are yeah. going to suffer consequences. So you both accomplish what you wanted, I think? What happens is, um, it's a tie, and not only is it a tie, but we're both losers, so we both get the worst outcome possible for each other. I think, I thought it was like when you tie, you both go down and tie, then you both accomplish what you want, even if it's like conflicting goals or something like that. I think Peter's right. I have no idea. I don't know why you're asking me about the system. <laughs> None. Well, if you don't know the yeah. system, then don't speak so authoritatively <laughs> about it. It's just my normal speaking voice. One thing. <laughs> Secondly, I was working from memory. So, we need to compromise. Sure. Okay. So, how do we both kind of get well, what we first want? Of all, well, I didn't want to catch this guy. I just wanted to talk. And he probably wanted to escape. So, probably he escapes from being the thief, but you still... Catch up with him. Why not just jump on his back and hold on to his back while he runs until he runs to safety? Yeah. How about he gets away, but he drops what he's carrying, along with enough identifying information that you can find him later. Yeah. Works for me. I pocket all of it. Back to you guys. Okay. Um, so we have to deal with defusing the cart, I'm guessing, or cleaning everybody out of the way? It's up to you. Well, we could just let it blow up. Uh, Every round I'm going to roll a die. Okay. And if I get a six, it's going to blow up. Okay. I mean, it's got a comical thing going on it, probably, and... Probably started enough like destruction magic to know when things are going to explode. I feel like we should start a fire. <laughs> well, the fire is starting. <laughs> but I don't want another one, you see. Okay, then I'm going to, you know. How, do, uh, how does dripping put out fire? Uh, well, there's no fire yet. Okay, okay. Was that. Uh, Did I give cleric sorcery? Yes, I do have sorcery. Okay. But I'm just saying that... Uh, like, how badly did I fuck up these characters? <laughs> I just mean, the, to reference to that um, thing, like, they basically have the thaumaturgy, where I, I speak loudly, right? And I mm-hmm. want to use my orator skill to just tell them to back away, this is going to explode. Okay. To try to clear the area of anyone else. Okay, uh, so you want to... Spur the crowd into action, uh, get them to move away, but not just move away, move away in an orderly, controlled fashion so that yep. no one gets trampled. Yep. Um, I think since people are already pretty spooked about this cart, that's just going to be an OB2 test. Okay. Uh, What magic would help here? 
I was honestly gonna like, can I start a cloud of water that just dumps on it and hopefully that diffuses the situation? That's good thinking. I don't know if it would start alchemy. Didn't think could... so. Oil fire. Oil fire. You could always say, I'll try to lift me up so that you know I'm more visible and people I don't know. Oh, I guess you are a mouse. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to use um, my sorcerer to like make like a podium out of the ground so okay. he can stand on a bit of a podium. Raise earth. Raise earth up so that he's on like a podium of sorts. Also a two check. Uh, with my sorcerer. Yes. Mm. Mm. Well, it would be like useful the other way around because you have such high sorcerers so like you deal with the fire will be easier for you but uh, I, don't, I don't know how to do it. I water bend it away. I feel like this is gonna move. Okay, so you're creating a podium to lift uh, Pipsqueak Smallpaws up into yep. the air, and he is going to deliver a stirring speech that will get everyone to clear out of the way. Okay. So roll your sorcery. Uh, three successes. Yep. So. Okay. So the four. earth beneath you, which is, I mean, like it is, you are up in a tree, but there's like hard-packed dirt that they brought up to pave the roads with. Mm-hmm. So it's not uh, it's not coming out of nowhere. Um, I could just see a wood bending, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it raises you up um, and elevates you so that you can be seen and heard by everyone. I don't think compassionate of the trait works for this, so I'll just use my orator as this plus one. Ah, two successes. Okay, that's what you needed. Um, so what are you telling them to do? This is going to blow clear the area. In orderly fashion. Okay, uh, people listen to you. I mean, especially because you're like dressed in a cleric's vestments. Yep. You have a certain air of authority about you. You're not just some yep. random person spouting nonsense. Uh, so they kind of nod and, and start start milling away and getting as far away as possible. Let's see it blows up. Woo woo! Oh, so close, <laughs> but it doesn't. <laughs> woo. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, what's up with me? I got all my stuff. Yep. Alright, I will collect it and begin yeah. to head back to wherever it is I came from. Okay. Uh, you can clearly see uh, Pipsqueak um, because he is on now podium. standing on this huge podium of earth next to a violently frothing and churning uh, concoction of alchemical reagents in a cart. Okay. But he's um, not being held up like a small infant being kidnapped, though. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. All right, I will engage with the scene, and I will try to defuse the bomb. How? I'm going to go to a nearby cart that is selling flowers, and I'm going to dump all of the earth from the flower pots onto the cart and bury it. Okay. That's that's pretty reasonable. All right. Yeah. So you you see so, him. Labor. People are starting to go <laughs> yeah. away. Um. I, I don't think you really even need to test sure. to do that. Okay. Uh, do but it. you see him just start grabbing pots of earth and dumping it on the cart. That was an interesting thought. I did not think of this. And you too. Hey! What are you guys, like, up to? I mean, who does. Moderately impressed with the thought process of this. Of this. Awesome creature is very great, very smart. I did not think that that would work. I was not that bright, huh? 
Well, that's like a chemical fire, and you can't put water on it. I was about to put water on it. Because it'll spread. The fire lives oh. on top of the water. How do you know all these things? Oh, well, some fire is water-based. Like, they live in the water. So you got to make sure you smother them so they can't breathe. Oh, but how do you know this? As your character. How does he know all these things? They're so smart. I don't understand these things. Oh, you encounter a lot of waterborne fire back home. Oh, okay. It's a local strain. The chemical fire is local to here? So as you guys... It's an indigenous species. Oh, I didn't know. As you guys smother the fire with the dirt, um, the perch guard comes running um, and sees what you're doing um, and immediately moves to help. And they start emptying other urns and stuff and dumping, yeah, dumping dirt uh, and detritus uh, onto the cart until it eventually peters out. That was quick thinking. We owe you a debt of gratitude. Uh, all in the days of war. A very smart. Very smart person. Very talented at many things. And humble too. <laughs> I mean. I'm a possum, so my mouth is usually like. <laughs> so, did you cut a teeth, tin tongue? Who? Tin tooth? What? <laughs> that my pa was on any way? What? You with the man you chase, we don't know if he's still. I don't know if that was a man. I didn't prejudge. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but the thing that, what if, that the, uh, the borrower, he borrowed the item? I don't have any recollection of this. I've been here the whole time with you. We put oh. out the fire together. Well, I remember that part, but I don't... Well, the perch guard are just sort of following this conversation. <laughs> I don't... Was he here before? I thought he was going to... Is it the same guard from the elevator? No. Damn it! <laughs> I was really hoping it was. He was on the bottom. <laughs> He's still playing papers, please. My entire <laughs> bit hinged yeah. around it. Why? <laughs> Well, I guess we'll go to the council. That's what How did this fire even start? Wait, we have to go to the council. Right? I think when you cook. Remember we were talking about the cooking That's fire? grease fire. Oh, that, that's um, so long. They should bury those camping fires. It's going to start oh. forest fire if it doesn't. Yeah. That could get out of hand real fast. I'm going to follow Pepsi. I will follow you. But be very. Okay, you guys head back into the thick of the bazaar, um, and despite the huge commotion that occurred over here, once you get like two, three blocks in, it's just back to normal. Huge throngs of people milling about everywhere, bustling, going about their business as if there wasn't a life threatening event that happened. Just. Well, it wasn't <laughs> their lives, just someone else's. Yeah. Uh, but you managed to pass through the bazaar without any kind of further incident um, and you eventually reach the central trunk of the tree uh, where you encounter a bit of a problem uh, because the way that the council chambers of Alderheart are structured uh, especially the upper canopies is that you are intended to glide from platform to platform like, which is not a problem for like glide up but like across 
like a cross? I mean, they'd have to be partially elevated, so we'd have yeah, to take an yeah, elevator. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so you, you take like spiral stairs up to a platform. Oh, okay. And then you glide across to another platform, and then you go up another set of stairs, and then you oh, glide okay. across to somewhere else. I'm just saying, if it was like, you have to glide, it's like, what, up? That's not called gliding, that's called <laughs> flying. Yeah. No, see, that's we just have a, height. We just have Abdraf right here. Breath of the Wild style, Revali's Gale. Yeah. We have 10 stars, people just pumping bells all day, every day. <laughs> They're really, really ripped. But you, uh, you've encountered uh, the area of the city where the architecture is clearly designed for bird folk and bird folk alone. Well, this isn't a hindrance to me at all, so I don't recognize it or acknowledge it. Well, I mean, you can just turn into a bird. Yeah. I mean, that's not what I'm going to do. I was going to throw myself down a flight of stairs <laughs> on the right platform. This feels slightly exclusionary, but I'm not recognizing this as such entirely. <laughs> Oh, you'd be surprised how exclusionary this whole place is. Oh. Are you really small, Peter? Two feet tall. Do you like, what's the average height in this sentence? That's my height. <laughs> She's three, and Mapasa. The Lumas are five, also six. a small race. Yeah. I think the average height is like five feet. Can I put him in a bag? Yes, you could probably cut him in like Yoda. <laughs> Perfect. I'll Yoda him. Can I glide when I'm holding a four foot coach? Yeah, four to five feet tall normally. That's not going to impede me, the 40-foot book from gliding. Oh, okay, no. it's like a bumblebee. It's totally fine. Okay, uh, so you hop into a pouch and you turn Like, into... I have a pouch on a possum. There's a blanket in there. Oh, that's very nice. And you turn into, like, a condor or something? <laughs> He's going to jump as a possum. <laughs> <laughs> Death becomes me. I have armor. I played them. <laughs> Time to do what I do in an adrenaline situation. <laughs> Little X's appear in my eyes, I fall over. <laughs> I'm going to be Metadactor for playing that. Uh, uh, I guess I'll turn into a bird. No, I'll turn into a sugar glider and I'll glide my way down. Okay. That's the sound they make, I swear to Christ. <laughs> I'm... I'm mm. No, they make that sound. It's called crabbing. It's when they're it's when they think everyone around them is dead, they'll freak out. They do it all the time. They literally have an everything is okay alarm. They'll make that sound if everything seems okay. Hmm. Super alarming. It's great. Um, Don't I keep am going to glide with your natural gliding abilities. Your wings. With my things that are attached to my bird body. Okay, so you guys manage to navigate platform to platform. Like, it's not a huge obstacle. It's just kind of like a thing in this setting that points out, as Peter mentioned, the exclusionary aspect of some elements of bird folk society. Don't leave all the branches if you can't fly, because, you know, sometimes you'll fall down. If you can't fly, well... But eventually you reach the council chambers, which are at the very tip-top of the tree, um, in the heart of it. Um, it's a grand, ornate atrium, uh, very open, vaulted ceilings, flying buttresses. The wind flows through freely to ruffle the feathers on all of the council chamber members who are inside. Um, and there is a large, open atrium um, at the bottom where you go in to stand and be addressed. And I assume you guys walk on in. 
I guess oh, if we're invited. Well, there are there are members of the perch guard um, out front, but uh, you have your summons, um, yeah. and they allow you in. Look at our papers. Would they like to see my book this time using? If you want to start with that, go ahead. Oh, should I show them my book? Pick a paper. Please, do you like papers? <laughs> She's here to do a magic trick. So you guys walk in uh, to the center um, and look up around. There are 12 council members, um, all arrayed about you um, on various chairs that are high up uh, in the vaulted ceilings. Uh, and the first thing you hear is a familiar gallus say, Oh, you. <laughs> Hello there, councilman, gun the grand. And other council members. And what brings you before us today? Come to plead for the Underroot again? I mean, isn't that always the case? Yes, it grows tiresome. We do everything in our power to help those less fortunate. We don't need you coming in, jawing at us day after day, reprimanding us for doing our jobs. We should be thankful to the Council of Bird People. They funded my public education. <laughs> They're really generous. I mean, how many people do they turn away today? It's been a drove. There are logistical limits. We cannot allow an unlimited amount of people into the city. There are concerns of space, of supplies, of crime. I have a question. Yes. Why not just fix problem that makes them come here then? Well, that's what we're trying to do. But it's not That's fixed. why we sent out the summons. Oh. I thought we're ahead of the times by trying to help them and fix problem. We're helping the, the problem. I'm confused. Yes, we hear about the summons too. How did you get a summons? Must have been a clerical error. Imagine a doubt noise. <laughs> and then one of the Lumas uh, across from him, who you know as Councilwoman Hildegard, speaks up. How do you do your accent again? Say some words for me. Hello, my name is Luna. <laughs> do, do you know the one vampire from what we do in the shadows, Naja? She's doing a low-key nausea accent. I sent out the summons. It is my right to choose the champions that I wish. And, as we all know, Pipsqueak has been a good advocate for our city. I feel that he will do well further abroad. He is not towards her, looking at the um, gallant. Mm, see? <laughs> <laughs> Who are your companions that you have chosen to bring with you today? I'm going to be like staring at the ceiling, like very, like, oh, very pretty ceiling. Here. The ceiling is, is actually open. Yeah, well, staring uh, out then. I'll be yeah. staring up. Like, 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 oh, this is pretty. <laughs> well, there are other adventurers that want to help. Why don't you introduce yourself? Oh! 
I'm Tin Tooth. I'm like part of the Possum Patrol out by Mock Swamp. We patrol for fires. We send you updates. This season we only lost 37 members. How many did you start with? 235. Oh, relatively not bad. Well, it was winter, so the fires get tricky that year. Oh. Oh, me. Oh, hello. My name is Luna. I... I don't remember. I think I'm here to find beasts, but I'm also here to help very much, yeah? I want to stop fire because it hurt... it hurt... it hurt our, our endangered populations, I think. So, yeah, I'm very helpful. You choose your companions well, Pipsqueak. Well, it was an open letter, and they are adventurers, so... Are we adventure? If you vouch for them, I'm sure they are fine. I suppose you wish to know the assignment we had in mind for you. Uh, might as well. As you know, I am sure, being a cleric and a man of healing, the slimes in mock fields are essential to our rejuvenation potions, which we use to aid those burned by the fires near the scar. However, as of late, supplies and resources from that area have been slow in coming, and often what ones do come are attacked by bandits. We were hoping you could escort a caravan there and back. Well, I think we'll be able to do that. Won't we? I'm not alone, definitely. Um, I'm very helpful. Like, no follow-up questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm sure we'll figure it out along the way. Well, as long as, you know, the healing ointments get distributed to those that are, you know, in need and burned. I know that there are many in Underfall that, you know, are refugees from the fire. Aren't they Look towards him. It's not like they're a delicacy, Pipsqueak. We're not hoarding them and drinking them for fun. It's medicine. It goes to people who need it. I am shocked and chagrined that you would even suggest otherwise. I mean, some people might be hoarding them for the bird guard or what have you. The perch guard, sorry. And, you know, for those bird folk most affected and so on and so on. Idea to stop this, we could just distribute them ourselves and make sure that the people who we know as we see them need them are being helped. If you escort the caravan, that would be more than sufficient. But I think it would be even more sufficient if we help by also distributing the items. No, yes, maybe. And you have an in-depth knowledge of who and where these items are needed. Forgive me if I am not overwhelmed with confidence. Are you overwhelmed with confidence? <laughs> <laughs> like less and less as this conversation continues. I. Do you say that just as I made the motion I was smoking? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am more the confidence. Escort the caravan, and then we will talk. Hmm. Could still be helpful distributing, but 
you have, you are, I think you're saying you have no confidence in me. I am very confident, though. Well, as long as we have the councilman's, you know, word for it, I think we can, you know, trust that it will be distributed fairly. Or we can supervise <laughs> it. Uh, maybe that's uh, not a worker, well, I don't know. I mean, we need to trust the wise council. <laughs> they um, know what's best for the, you know, community. I thought you said they didn't. If you head to the northwest gate, you will find the caravan there waiting to head out. Okay. I guess the best be off. Anything else? Oh, and I think maybe we should send a member of the Perch Guard along with you. You can have a member of the Possum Patrol. We have Possum Patrol. Just to help out. Oh, the more the merrier. So, who will it be? (laughs) Is it Mark? Is Mark a member of the Perch Guard? Uh, Is that Mark's character you're alluding to? He's just a muscle, Devin. He's just a muscle. Oh, that was what was happening. I thought we were smoothly integrating Mark. <laughs> that would be really smooth. No, you're giving me too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> Once you go on the adventure, you'll have a new party member. Are you sure you want to leave the city? Oh, we'll, we'll wait. We're good. Wait till session two rolls around. Mark will probably be, like, pulling away. Yes. We'll be whipping him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long he can't use his accent. Elk <laughs> uh, sounds. Okay. Um, your enemy gives you a wave that indicates you are dismissed. Wait, that was your nemesis? Yep. Oh my god. How <laughs> yeah, that's why he was being a dick. <laughs> oh, we, we totally made you look like an asshole in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, shit. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's thing. fine. <laughs> Played a character who's not going to take point this game. Yay! Just going to smoke and reminisce about the cooking fire. Just play the you know drunken you know uh, Atros again. No, no, much less useful. <laughs> okay, Atros was a problem solver. <laughs> problem? This character is just a problem. All right. Well, what should we like do to prepare? for the caravan. Well, pack your thing, get some supplies, and let's get down this whole tree. We just came up here. Uh It's a whole day's walk. What? Why wouldn't we just glide down? Because not all of us have wings. You can get into my my pouch. (sighs) We need to get supplies. Trust this man right now. He has a commanding air. Especially upon the earth. I'm this many years old. Four. (laughs) (laughs) I think youth is very inspiring. So. Okay, so we go give whatever supplies we think we need for the road and head to the northwest gate, I guess. Is the cart part of tonight's thing was gonna be good all right perfect i was just afraid unless we were pushing want, too hard on yeah unless you want to do some follow-up with that thief you got to lead oh on. yeah i should do that in the background when you guys are doing your stupid thing do it uh, 
preparing mm. for the adventure world. Oh, I'm not very good at preparing for things. All right, so you got, said I got some thief effects? Yeah, uh, so you found uh, a little lockbox that he stole that is full of gold and bronze and tin coins um, that most likely came from that gallus. Um, and you also found, um, I mean, like, he, he shed his whole vest. So there's, like, an assortment of potions in there. There's lock picks. Um, and there's also um, a little, his, like, identity papers. All right, what's his identity? You don't have to, like, on the spot yet. If you already got something, you're good, though. His, well, his name is Benedict. He's a Mapach. He lives in the under route. All right, I'll go hang out with him. Like, I'm going to stake out where he lives and wait for him to leave, and then I'm going to break in with this lockpicking kit I have. Okay. Uh, so when you go down to where he lives, uh, you head down into the under route, uh, and it gets real crowded real fast. I'm used uh, to this. Yeah. And the area that he lives is a small section of the route that is just lousy with Mapach. I mean, like, his whole, like, this is like a family as big as yours that's all living in basically what would be like a two bedroom apartment. Oh, Perfect. Does your family take up a whole town? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're spread out. We're not vertically stacked. Okay, I'll break on in. Is the front door unlocked? Yeah, and I mean, like, there's, easy. there's people out front, there's people around, like, it's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> you need to break in. Yeah, I'll just walk right in. Okay. Um, uh, matronly, like, most most people are, like, too, like, bewildered by how brazen you're being to even really stop you. Um, mm. But uh, a matronly-looking Mapach uh, walks up to you, and she's smacking a rolling pin. She goes, uh, what are you doing in my house? I'm friends with one of the people who lives here, but this is going to make me look bad. I don't remember what he looks like or what he's called. As I'm saying this, I will take something from my pouch with my tail and like sort of just put it in my hand like a joint. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being rude. One moment. I'll go into my bag, I'll take out a hip flask and pass it to her. She hesitantly takes it from you, gives it a bit of a sniff. It's strong. And then takes a small <laughs> swig and passes it back. It was made in a swamp by swamp possums. Well, you certainly seem like the kind of people who hang out with my sons. Thank you. Why don't you sit down and wait for whichever one of them to return? Okay. I'll do that. Okay. Um, after some time, he comes back in through the door. Hey! So he didn't really get a good look at you outside of your fox form? Uh, I mean, he saw me transform into a possum in druid clothes, and there's a possum in druid clothes hanging out in his house. Yeah. Um, the magic staff made of magic wood. <laughs> but, I mean, he remembers seeing a fox and then throwing something at it and having it change. So, like, he's, like, put off because you're a druid. And he's already met with one druid today. And, you know, how many druids are there kicking around? Um, 
but uh, he doesn't immediately put together that you're the one who was chasing him. Uh, hey. Hey! How are you doing? Alright. I got your stuff. And then I'll make a big, exaggerated, slow, droopy wink. <laughs> what stuff? I'll, like, gesture to his vest I'm holding with, like, his thief tool sticking out of it and stuff. Okay, he kind of looks cagey around and grabs it from you. We should go to your room and hang out. You want a drink? Uh, no Tools. and yes. Awesome. Then we'll go to his room. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just... He doesn't have a room. We'll go to a room. Okay. We'll just softball over So you, you go to a room. There's a lot of uh, makeshift straw mattresses lying on the floor. Um, a couple of them are occupied. Most of them are empty because it's midday. Yeah. Go out and play, goddammit. Yeah. Don't fucking stay here. So what do you want? Huh? Well, I don't know. Someone said you were stealing. I kind of just jumped into action. I do that a lot. It causes a bunch of troubles at home, because I'm part of the Possum Patrol, and they like to yell out, FIRE! But what they mean is, oh, brah, look, there's a fire, not, hey, brah, throw that thing and start a fire. Yeah, I could see how that would be confusing. Right? means the same thing. So you want, like, a cut? Nah, I'm good. I just came here to hang out. You want to smoke something? We grow yeah. this out in the swamp, but it makes my <laughs> uncle thinks he sees ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hang out with you. Sure. That's exactly what I am. I'm just an enabler. I don't actually <laughs> do anything. All I do is make other people a little worse. Okay, well, I mean, he, he chills with you for a bit. Yeah, that's all. That's it. There was no other shoe. Okay. I've already forgotten why I'm here, what he was doing, who the guy What's was he was stealing from. from. I feel like oh. you are going to have a heck of a time, Pipsqueak. <laughs> like, yeah, all the stuff Peter would investigate, I've already forgotten that. Like, legitimately, you're going to have a heck of a time with these two. What would I be investigating? He was providing for his family. <laughs> yeah, Peter's on this guy's side. Yeah. Right? He was borrowing something. Okay. I'm not lawful good, I'm neutral good. And then you guys are picking up supplies? Yeah. Anything you want to do? Anything you want to have happen? Like, I almost feel like this will be like a player's turn now. You like do some small things, whatever, in preparation. Although, eh, either or. Um, or it could be just... We could just sweep it for later, I guess. Uh, let's, let's save it for later. Yeah, exactly. sure. I don't think they have anything else planned, really. Cool. So, scene swipe and gate. Okay. Uh, so next day, you meet up with the caravan. Um, it is headed up by a vulpin named Jacqueline. Uh, there are also a hedge, a uh, servant, and a gallus named Joseph, Gregory, and Arthur, respectively. Very respectable names. Joseph, Gregory, and... Arthur. Arthur. Okay, so... I'm glad you remembered, because I had already forgotten. Um, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that recall. 
Okay. I, I, I like that at least I made my NPC names memorable. <laughs> okay. Drill's knife. Yeah. You know what my nemesis name is. I made it very memorable. There's two. Mm-hmm. And that point itself makes it memorable. There's two. So Jacqueline approaches you. Um, so uh, you'll be guarding us. Yes. On a journey. Yes, we will. Yes, yeah, yeah, let's see. That's what we were doing, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're guarding you. I, you're in great wings and great paws and great um, claws. Also paws. Claws of <laughs> sorts. Uh, and we're very good at this. Excellent. The best, actually, in uh, the world, actually. Uh, you might not have heard of this before, but uh, we are great. I feel better My already. name is Luna. What's your name? Jacqueline. Did you tell me that already? Yes, I did. Oh my, yes, <laughs> you did. Um, she told us that, and I knew it already. I was just checking to make sure you remembered your name. We will be guarding you. Have you ever seen a magic trick? Uh... Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, but that's not fine. Oh, she's already seen the magic trick. She's seen them all. But you see them once, you see them all. That's what I always say. We should probably be going. That's a very good idea. So I'm guessing Gallus is the perch guard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, is the Gallus that same Gallus that got stolen from? No. Okay. There's more than one Gallus in the <laughs> setting, Devil. It's a big city. They don't all know each other. So you guys are going to set off on a long journey. Yeah. Um, it is late winter, early spring. Um, so you're going to be working against those conditions. Um, and if you don't remember, we do journeys as conflicts. Oh, yeah. huh. I'm starting to come back. You want to hear something embarrassing-ish? Late Mosgard. So we had an interview with Gnome, the person who made Fellowship, right, about their interviewing Skull Diggers. And they're really famous for having a podcast devoted entirely to Mouse Guard. So while we were talking about how Skull Diggers has the Exploration Society combat phases and the game's broken into three different tiers, I was like, yeah, it's kind of like the, the GM and players turn from, oh, by the way, do you know about this game called Mouse Guard? And I forgot who the... Fuck! I was talking to. It was my favorite blunder in the world. Literally an entire podcast. Like they're they're the Mouse Guard podcast. The one. I mean, we had some blunder with Olivia Hill. Like, oh, talking about some systems we designed. Like, oh yeah, you worked on those. You made. Oh yeah, Liv, you invented those systems. You did editor and developer work. Fuck. (laughs) Every time. Okay, we're back. So you guys head off on your journey. Um, as you start to head out on the caravan, a spring blizzard sets in, um, and the snow swirls around you um, and thickens up uh, around your feet and the hooves of the horses that are pulling the carts. Um, it's the kind of like real thick, wet, clumpy snow that really gums up and, and uh, gets on things. Um, and you guys are going very far. Uh, you're going all the way to Mockfields, which is a multi-day journey, uh, over a week, in fact. 
Um, so it's going to take you some time, and we're going to represent it as a conflict, uh, where the weather will start with the disposition of nine, uh, and you guys will start with the disposition of six. Uh, and I have picked my actions. They are maneuver, defend, attack. Um, you guys were able to determine that the first action would be a maneuver because you did a successful survivalist check to uh, to read the weather before you set out. So your first action is attack. We are going to attack. And how are you doing that? With my trusty magic wand. Um, I am going to try and create. Um, I first have something made, so apologies, but uh, like kind of like an imaginary snow cloud, like push the snow out of our way as we travel to make it easier for us to keep passing through. Okay. Does that you conjure up like a tensor's floating disc yeah. and send it out ahead of you, and it pushes all the snow aside mm -hmm. and out of your way. Do it. Roll it. Okay. Do it. So you're sorcery, uh, and you get plus one success. Ooh. Oh, that That's was uh, five. Plus one success, so six. Okay, I got two, so your margin of success is four. Uh, so you do a fantastic job. Yes. Um, you conjure up um, an immense disc of invisible force uh, that just plows through all of the snow and completely shears the road clear ahead of you so that the horses have no trouble walking along at all. Um, you guys are making excellent time. Um, yeah. I told you I could help. Very helpful. For your next action? It's a feint versus your defend. So that's a versus... No. no independent. No, because this table is wrong. Okay. You guys get nothing. Ah. Find them. That's a so roll your defend then. Uh, so, I got three successes. So you go back to eight? Yeah. Uh, so despite your uh, excellent snowplow uh, clearing the roads, uh, the blizzard just picks up in intensity, and there's howling winds, snow assaulting you from all sides. Um, it's dropping onto you. Uh, the weather is getting worse and worse. Uh, you guys are starting to get damp, get very cold, um, and there's no sign of it relenting. Okay. And then the third is feint versus your attack. Attack. So we trump attack. Yes, you do. Okay. Aha! Uh, Wait, that means just pure me rolling? Yes, I can just roll. So oh. I already have the dice. Well, uh, is it my turn or your turn to roll? Like, did you already do your feint against the other thing to defend? I mean, then decide who's doing it in what order. Okay. What's your dice pool? Five. Yeah, do it. <laughs> what's your five? Four from Ritual and one from my staff. You guys have a lot of dice that go above three in your selections. <laughs> well. I have two skills above three. Okay. Oh. I have none. Well then. Peter. Which means you'll just level up faster. No more. Yeah. I do have a much better dates for loving and stuff. That is so, one. So I got two successes in my find as I'm divining some rituals as to what the weather will be like to try to circumvent it. So you managed to pick out some eddies and currents um, and side roads that are hit a little less hard by the blizzard. 
um, and you manage to take those roots um, instead of the main open ones that are being deluged with the wet snow, um, and you take two points off of its health, dropping it down to six. So you add six six. Okay, so that's now next turn. Uh, how do we uh, figure out its next moves? How do we like lock those in or something? Same way as you did the first time. So, Devin, do your roll. What? Are we re-rolling just position? No, no, you're doing your survivalist to try and determine what time. Oh, uh, they're watching. Yeah. You're doing your meteorology skill. So, That's same bonus space as before? Yes. Unless you guys are changing something. No, change anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Fuck you, weather. Uh, one, two, three, four successes. Okay. Uh, so, for four successes. I will let you know one of them in a certain slot, and then I will tell you what one of the other two is, but not where it is. Okay. So pick the slot that you want to know. First one, guys? Yeah, let's go the first one. Let's go the first one. It is defending. And then one of the other two is an attack. Okay. All right, well, we don't defend for the first one, and the attack's going to be the other one, so that means there's just one that we don't know about. So what instantly beats attack again? Was that faint? Yes. Yes. So whatever beats defense, so what faint, be- faint. Okay. So what beats defense was it maneuver or faint or uh, nothing instantly beats defense. Um, an attack is versus uh, a there maneuver is versus a defend is independent. I feel like I would be very strong against a defend because I have a lot of dice and successes potential. Ooh, did we take any damage? Huh? No. Shit. I could. I could go against their. Yeah, if they're defending, we should put you on the front lines for attacking. So yeah, we guaranteed. Should... So attack and faint and faint again. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, your magic can just blow us through this lizard. So yeah, we'll just we'll just do that. We'll uh, we'll brute force it. Look at me, I'm helping. Okay. So that's those are our actions. Yes. What does it do? It defends and it attacks and it attacks. Ah! Oh, we did it! <laughs> Fuck you, weather! Faint is the new attack! <laughs> you meta! Friendship with old attack, attack, attack meta ended. Friendship with attack, faint, faint meta begun. <laughs> so go, Luna! Plow this little weather, something new. Um, so is it still a blizzard going around me? So, yeah. And so I'm attacking again. I'm gonna keep plowing that. I'm like nothing. I'm just gonna keep going through it as the. Oh, let's switch the fire. Ah! <laughs> and I'm, I'm clearly enjoying it. So I'm gonna roll all these. I have no success. No. Oh, oh, you have your from your gear, right? Yeah, from my gear, I have one success. I have two. So. Well, it goes up I'm to seven. so sorry, I managed to do that. So you try and keep yeah. plowing through with your uh, cancer's floating disc, um, but you are starting to get chilled um, and frozen to the bone. Um, your soft, downy feathers are forming icicles, and you're no longer able to keep up your magic as well as before, um, and your tensor's floating disc starts to falter and stutter, um, and the road in front of you heaps up with snow and ice. I think I've done the loop, see? <laughs> okay. uh, and now just roll your two feints, because I'm out of the fight. Okay, so seeing that, you know, 
our strategy didn't work again, and this whole business uh, stopping us. And well, I guess we got two free things that totally worked. Well, I'm talking about. Oh, shit. So you're talking about the desk. Yes. I zoned out for me. <laughs> so I guess I do some ritual to and they go the altos or the am amaranthine. What do you call those? The the god of tempest and to war and so on. About like you know Alters. strengthening us to persevere this challenge. Ritual. Huzzah. Two successes. So dropping down to five. Okay. Um, as you pray uh, and beseech the gods for guidance um, through the clouds and the blizzard, there is a ray of sunshine that blasts through and starts to slowly illuminate your path and moves along with you as you guys go through the blizzard. Ah. Uh -huh. All right. And for the final assault. Faint. Uh, it's a faint. Shit, that was it. <laughs> I'm doing survivalist. Three dice. And nothing else. And then I completed it. Oh, wait, junk food. <laughs> Did you use it in this? Not in this conflict. Okay. Uh, two successes. On my faint. Down to three. Okay, so you managed to use your uh, Woodsman Wiles to find back routes um, and paths that are slightly off the beaten path that go through copses of trees that manage to shelter themselves. Uh, this job isn't that hard. You just have to remember moss grows on the north side of the tree. The trees are covered. So. Hmm. Snow is kind of like flying moss. Yeah, they're attracted to light. Oh, Round three. Roll your check for survival. Moths. Moths. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, that was the play on words. Of Very funny, there. yes. I like this okay, uh, survivalist again, right? Yeah. To determine the weather. You're going to learn all your plans, Tyler. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> we will. <laughs> six successes. Yeah, tell me everything you fucking know. Defend, maneuver, attack. All right, Peter, punch that into your calculator brain and find <laughs> us the optimal solution. Attack against the defense. Uh, okay. Yeah, attack against the defense because nothing matters here. Uh, what beats maneuver? Defense? But... Well, I think they still... They're, all, they're all verses are independent. Okay. Maneuver. So, should we use attack to hammer them while they're maneuvering? Do you have some better attack or... What's your strongest skill? Like My best die, Peter, is a three. <laughs> what would you put the three under? Animal husbandry, pathfinder, <laughs> survivalist. I guess you can attack with pathfinder. <laughs> yes. If there's no fates, then we go back to attack, attack, attack. <laughs> This might be an attack, attack, attack. It was defend, maneuver. Yeah, defend, defend maneuver, maneuver, attack. So we'll do attack, attack, and fail. <laughs> attack, attack, ah, yeah, just to spite him. Attack, attack, pink. Yes. yes. I will attack. Yes. 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 Axe yes. <laughs> a fucking loot. So we're, we're in the woods now. So I'm going to try and like clear some of the branches out of the way. 
using my magic so we get like a bit of a clearer path. Fireball! Yes! <laughs> I literally just fire blasts through the trees. Uh, this is weird. We didn't start this fire. It's magical fire. It's always burning. We just conjure it. It was already here. Um, Nothing. One success. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I get a success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I. One success. What happens with that? Nothing changes. Nothing changes. I do not fail and I do not yeah. pass. So right. you, you start blowing uh, gouts of fire, and I mean, it's enough to kind of keep you guys warm. And it gets a bit of the snow off your back, uh, but it's not enough to eat its way through the blizzard or make any kind of meaningful impact on the road ahead of you. All right, I'll do the attack, and Peter, you do the faint because you have yep. all the dice. Yep. So I will use sorcery for my attack. Take my dice from jump for it. Right? That's how you I already used it. Okay. It's, it's once per fight. Yeah. Uh, oh wait. All right. No, that won't work. Will it? Damn it. <laughs> what animals breathe fire? Dragons. No animals that you can turn into. Neither okay, there's a tree in Australia that breathes fire. <laughs> I'm making it up. It exists. But I don't think it could turn to trees yet. Okay, I'm going to use sorcery and not get the free die from animal transformation because I can't think of a fire-breathing animal off the top of my head unless I'm a pufferfish and I'm spraying oil on everyone. <laughs> that one in my mind for later. Uh, so I'm just going to start picking up acorns and casting that spell druids inexplicably get that turns acorns into napalm grenades because the druid spell list is nothing but fire spells. Look it up. And I will simply be throwing acorn or uh, pine cones ahead of us to bunker bust a bunch of the snow. Okay. Three to one. I'll take my fail. Eat it, Peter. How do you like failure? I'm just uh, got this. Three successes. Ooh. What does it do to us? <laughs> Uh, they're going to give you minus one die to your next action and plus two to their next action. Okay, so it's the five dice. I only get four my faint as I'm making some more rituals to maneuver this thing. Ugh, that's three successes. Huzzah! With all my dice, I can't succeed. Where did you get P? Three successes. <laughs> okay. So you guys both try and just like blow your way through this with fire, uh, and it's not really working out that well. Um, you're not able to generate enough heat um, through either your hands or your napalm grenades to make a dent in the blizzard. Uh, but then Pipsqueak stands on top of one of the caravans and raises his hands to the heavens and beseeches the gods, and lo, the winds calm and the snow falls, and the sky clears, and the path before you parts. There. I know the fire would work. Very good job. We did a great job. Wow, this it's just, it was scared of us and it ran away? This <clears> is <throat> perfect. This great. So that was your long journey. Um, and you guys now arrive at, uh, I guess, the village of... Uh, Oh boy. If you want to describe it for us? Welcome to Tip Town. 
Tip down is made primarily of buildings that are one to two stories tall, except they're way taller than you expect because <laughs> everything here is built on stilts. The whole city is like wooden raft wood and driftwood and swamp logs tied together, raised up onto platforms with bridges and walkways everywhere and ropes that people hang upside down on their tails, like power lines. Uh, yeah, this place smells. It's a swamp. It's an awful, horrible swamp. It's infested with possums. Like, people possums and possum possums, too. It's more like an inlet. Like, if you imagine, like, a little beach, but it's swamp front instead of beach front. That's kind of what this town is. Mm. A lot of it's, like, you know, wood that's clearly been reclaimed or burned or hardened, and there's, like, metal roofing-ish. Ish. It's like sheet metal, it's rusted, it's tied together to other like bits of roofing. It's kind of a roof. <laughs> we're, we're very big on tearing the place down and rebuilding it every once in a while, as we have to raise the houses up to the swamp. Okay, and since you guys have finished a journey and reached a place of refuge, this is where we would swap to the yep. player's turn. So I think we'll end it there. Sounds good. I was Tyler. Be there. RD and Devin. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off.